East High. Hello, folks. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 2, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And I'm Tyler. And we're the Amateur Nerds, here today to talk about Minute 66 of High School Musical 2. Get your kicks. Mm. Minute 66 starts out with Ryan singing, Take Your Best Shot, and ends with some jazzy dancing. I guess my, I guess my joke should have been execute minute sixty six. That's mm-hmm. the usual movies by minute one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I, I like I liked. But Disney, <laughs> it's more appropriate to go with Route sixty six. Yeah, yeah, in a very Cars inspired way. I liked I liked your uh, after I said my my very tepid joke. You went hmm. <laughs> You might not win. <laughs> no, it was a good. Mm. You oh, were like, okay. Yeah, you just like very, very quickly went. Yes, that's a good joke, and then, but not really one worth commenting. Just kind of, it's worth an. Mm. That's most of my reactions to you. I feel like though. <laughs> no, most of them are more negative. <laughs> we're in a silly mood. This is some weird minutes we've been talking about this week. Yeah, so so we get the the leadoff runners at bat. The bases are loaded. Chad and, versus Ryan once again. And Chad bunts. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> no. We are going to get to that. Oh, God. <laughs> You're going to get there. First of all, I wanted to talk about Ryan attempting to pick off the guy at second. And then, when there's a runner on that that doesn't super matter. That doesn't uh, super matter. It drives the me ball... nuts, though. I hate when pitchers do that. No, the 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 ball can travel faster than any human can run, unless some unless the second baseman drops it. Yeah. Or there's an error. I just you're, don't you're... trust Ryan because we don't know how long it's been since he played baseball and he didn't warm <laughs> up. Yeah. <laughs> well, at this point, he's warmed up. But like. No, yeah, like if the runner is taking too big of a lead and you think you can get him at second, you can take the out. Especially in a situation like this, bases loaded and one out, then if you can get that second out, then you can get yourself out of a lot of danger. Yeah. That being said, they are playing on like 60-foot base paths. So any any which which means taking leads and stealing shouldn't be allowed in the first place. But but you know, they're approximating things. I liked that they at least knew enough about baseball to like have them know that there was some there was some drama about trying to pick people off in the first place like that's an effective Mm -hmm. thing to include in a baseball scene yeah there's little stuff throughout that it's like okay someone knows a little bit about baseball here like not a (laughs) lot but a little like for chad to lay down a bunt like that's not very common um no, I still didn't actually say the thing I wanted to say first, which okay. was I liked it after Ryan tried to pick the guy off. He like gets the ball back from the second baseman and he's like very like cheekily catching this ball and like smirking. Like, I don't know what tune he's got going on, but it's very Ryan's feeling sassy. He's yeah, doing it's very like sassy and, 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 and quirky. And I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> he, just, he just tried to pick off a guy at second base. Like, why is this like? steamy all of a sudden he's showing off to chad tyler <laughs> chad's up at plate he yeah he's negging chad he's like i don't even care about you at the bat i care about the guy on second <laughs> there's just there's a lot of spinning and dancing in a very high situation like a high pressure situation like yeah things become very like hippie and thrusty yeah 
Like, like Chad says, I'll show you how I swing. And he's like swinging his hips. Like, yeah. (laughs) And then Ryan says, you'll never know if you'd ever try again. (laughs) And then before, before Chad lays down a bunt, he calls a timeout, which is him. Like Ryan picked off the guy at second to neg Chad. Now Chad's doing his like negging of Ryan by calling a timeout while he's about to pitch the ball. Again, this is like the sort of subtle things that are like, ah, yes, these are the psychological games you play in a baseball game. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> ruined by the fact that when, when Chad calls timeout, he, he doesn't step out of the batter's box. <laughs> he just he takes swings. Like, he takes like one step sort of backwards and swings, but he's still in the batter's box. Yeah. Yeah. That killed me. I was like, Chad, Chad, what are you doing, man? Get out of the box. It's one of the... It's one of those things that's, like, so obvious to us who just, like, know the sport. Yeah. But, but, but like, I'm, I'm sure to anyone else and some of our listeners who, like, are familiar with High School Musical but less so baseball are, like, I don't know. It's just, a, like, they just dance to play baseball. We're, like, no, it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even, like, the basketball in the previous movie where it was, like, like, okay, Troy makes a steal at the end of the game, which, like, maybe shouldn't have happened given that the other team should have been a little bit more adept, but like could have happened Mm -hmm. to this, which is just like utterly farcical. Blatantly wrong. (laughs) So, so Chad butts. Chad. Bases loaded. The the bases are loaded. Chad on the previous swing had like swung for the fences and gotten spun around. He did a big old spin. Like he was a three-year-old and couldn't control himself. Which happens sometimes if you get it's, super rarely like if you get like hit by like an off speed pit, not hit by an off speed pitch, but like if an off speed pitch gets thrown and then you take like a really wide swing and you kind of like turn around dramatically. Yeah. Um, which but, Chad had said, put some spin on the throw that you're about to throw me. Yeah. So is, you better so what's, spin that pitch you're going to throw me. Like, <laughs> so I'll so does, show does you Ryan how I throw, swing. Does Ryan throw curveballs? <laughs> I doubt it. I really <laughs> genuinely doubt it. Like, it didn't seem any different than any of the other pitches he'd thrown. I want to know. What if Ryan came out and was like an expert knuckleball pitcher, though? Yo. <laughs> like a Tim Wakefield up in here. Again, I doubt it. <laughs> Knowing so, Ryan's background, I doubt it. <laughs> is there a world where where you would ever bunt with the bases loaded? I guess if, if the it was pitcher like was somehow like if you knew something was wrong with the pitcher getting there. Also, if they're playing on a 40 foot, he's just being real dumb. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess if the infielders like if the bases are loaded and there's less than two outs, it's very likely that the infielders would be playing in because you're playing for the double play at home. Yeah. But I guess if you didn't care about the score, then you might have the infielders playing back. Yeah. But... Or, or they're assuming, oh, it's Chad. Let's back up a step. Yeah. We don't know how many other times did just he's take been a big up. swing. Yeah. yeah. We don't know how many other times he's been up at this point if they've already scored two runs and it's only the third inning. There's also the concept of like a suicide squeeze play where the yeah. runner starts going towards home Before. during the pitch yeah. while the bunt bunt is laid down. Doesn't make a ton of sense with the bases loaded because you can still get a force out mm-hmm. at, at any base. Yeah. Yeah, but, definitely. Well, and it, it's and a, because you have two runners in scoring position, like put something in play and you might get two runs, not just yeah, one. Like, yeah. Baseball strategy talk here. 
here at Wildcat You never bunch with the bases loaded. <laughs> Don't do this. Um, and, and or or if you popped up or if you popped up the bunt oh, on on the suicide on squeeze, foul? then you get yeah, you get a foul or, pop up, and that's just embarrassing. Then and and then you can very easily throw out the guy at third. Like yeah, seems unlikely that you would do that. <sighs> so so Chad bunts. So and Chad bunts. it is a soft little dribble in front of the plate. Ryan easily scoops out at home, and then do they throw it down to first for the out at first? It kind of seems so, like they did. A couple well, of interesting Chad's things. reaction seems like they did, but it didn't really seem like it was shown. A couple interesting things. They, they, they do show it. So Ryan scoops up the ball. He does a glove scoop to the catcher, which is a good play on Ryan's part and something that experienced baseball players can do, but less experienced baseball players don't necessarily think of just scooping it in the glove. You would think that someone like that would do it with their bare hand. Yeah. The, the catcher is not playing for the force out at home though he doesn't have his foot on the base and he tags the runner that's running towards home and then he throws to first to get ryan to get chad out on the force force out force play Mm -hmm. you know when you throw a runner out at first like every other baseball play ever um so it's a double play to end the inning again a stupid reason to bunt (laughs) yep and for chad to make make it safe with the soft ground ball does or the the ground ball does the shortstop and not make this yes <laughs> but again maybe it's the umpires nudging things in a certain way or maybe maybe chad secretly wants to lose at this point so that he ran a little slower because mm. if he if they lose then he has to dance but he doesn't he doesn't want to win and then agree to dance anyway because he secretly wants to dance, but he has to play this little coy game of not wanting to dance. Mm. This is my headcanon. That, is that, that very, like, anime romance. Chad is throwing the game. Yeah. But Ryan doesn't care. He's still dancing away. After they get the, like, after they get the double play, he does some big, like, skip jump things. Yeah, he's very excited for he's one thing. He's super yeah. pumped. And the crowd is loving it. They they do some more dancing again. <laughs> and then this random guy starts dancing at home plate. <laughs> he's a wildcat because he's wearing red. Yeah, he's number two. Wait, oh, wait, wait, hold on. I forgot about something. Did you see when Ryan was about to pitch, the, the guy, the base runner at second is like bouncing like, up and down to oh the beat? Oh, my God. That, and that's what I was saying in the last minute. Like, Kenny had a vision. <laughs> yeah, and I think... <laughs> The outfielder does too. The outfielder is dancing as well. Yeah, you can see it in the background. We don't get quite enough of that like little detail of like the whole team being on this kind of dance thing. Yeah. Obviously, the end of the minute. Yeah. Obviously, at the end of this minute, we are about to start a dance break. Um, Oh yeah. Classic, obviously. Classic Kenny. But that sort of like that sort of like embedded like horror movie stuff where you're like you throw in a little thing in the background and you're like, oh I like that they included that detail. Yeah. Like that's the sort of thing that Kenny Ortega is good at is like, let's get everyone involved and have people dancing with the props and use the environment of the set. And, it and we starts, only really get this one glimpse of it. It takes a turn here, I would say. So the first half of the song, the minute the song's a little over three and a half, like it's three and a half minutes. And right around here, we kind of get the turn from the similar to to Catch Ahead in the Great Game, where it was very grounded to this larger than life 
big dance number. And um, we see it first with, like, the runner bouncing in the background. We've got, like, we saw the dugout and some people bouncing and stuff. But then this wildcat doing his little dance at home plate. We're like, okay, this is starting to turn. And that's when we see Ryan in the batter's box. And he's big dancing in the batter's box. And now the tables really have turned because Chad is on the bump. And Ryan is at bat. Which, like, Chad does not seem pitcher. Yeah, I agree. Second, short, left field. Yeah, center field. He seems like a prime center fielder shortstop. Yeah. Like, he's he's like the skinny fast guy. Like, that's just who Chad is. Yeah. Granted, in, in high school baseball, like, you can put your, like, your best athlete, like, whatever position he plays, you can just put him at, like. Mm hmm. If, if you want him at third base, you can put him at third base. If if he's a catcher, he's a catcher. Like Yeah, I wonder. We don't see that there's coaches. So <laughs> is Chad as captain being like, I'm going to pitch like, this game? Or, or, or was this like a, a late decision? He was like, I know I normally play shortstop, but like we've got kind of a thing going and I need to pitch in order to show Ryan who's boss. Or maybe whoever opened were in the fourth inning, which would be a little early to to replace your pitcher, but <laughs> Chad's the relief pitcher. Yeah. Well that's why we haven't seen the uh, Ryan, preview, like yeah. Ryan was the starting pitcher for the Lava Springs team, which is why we've seen two Ryan Ryan pitching and Chad batting at bats. But now's the first possible at bat that we could see that Chad is pitching and Ryan is at bat. I actually like this head cannon. Great. We did it. We did it. We made sense Ryan, of something. Ch- Chad is a relief pitcher. So maybe he started and like left and yeah. then moved. So the there I forget what the lyric is, but they There's they just say, one little thing that stops me every time. Well, so what happens here is we see Chad wind up to pitch. Oh, I wanna and- play ball, not dance hall. I want, yes. I'm making a triple, not a curtain call. That's where we are. Yeah. Oh my god. Chad r- winds up to pitch, and then the next shot is him Ryan hitting the ball. Mm-hmm. We missed the release of the of Chad throwing the ball. It's like a weird editing thing. Yeah. So they're going back and forth. Chad takes like a little bow when he says, "I'm making a triple, not a curtain call," which like. Chad, you're on the mound. You don't want to be making a triple right now. <laughs> um, and Ryan does some nice side shimmying when he sings, I can prove it to you till you know it's true, because I can swing it. I can bring it to the diamond, too. And Chad then responds, you're talking a lot. Show me what you got. Stop. Swing. And then and jazz, that's, jazz break. That's when we get the weird edit. Like when he says swing, that's yeah, when Ryan we see him hits hit the ball. Yeah. But but we don't see Chad throw the ball. Okay. No. No, we don't. And then we get like two seconds of a dance break that we will get to next minute. Oh, yeah. There's a dance break and a half coming. But yeah, I mean, so it's interesting to see this turned around because, I mean, what's weird is we've had this whole game where... They've we've had both of our players in direct agency against each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Chad's single to start wasn't much of a feat. No. But then we get the double play, and and Chad is and Chad is losing now for sure. And then we get Ryan presumably. It kind of looked like a pop up TVH. Yeah, yeah. 
it's implied that he he, he had a pop up. He made good contact. Whether it was a home run or just a pop out, we have no idea right now. Yeah, it's inter- this to to turn the tide and Chad not being as showy on the mound as Ryan is. Ryan is still the showman here because he's bring his, he's brought his moves to the batter's box now. Was Ryan swinging left handed? Was he? I thought he was right handed. I will. Okay, but when he was taking his practice swings, he was right-handed. For some reason, the, the, the shot where he makes contact, my, my brain is picturing him left-handed. Um, nope, he's right-handed the whole time. Okay, so I was, I don't, I don't know why my brain thinks that. Your, your brain flipped the, the image. <laughs> yeah, sorry. My brain has screen mirroring on. Ah, uh, gotta shut that off, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, isn't that... Isn't that literally a thing? Yeah. With your eyes? Yeah, your and eyes like, inherently do that, yeah. Yeah, okay. So Why see? you can't recognize your, fa- your own face because you've never seen it the way everyone else sees it? Well, kind of, but also like when you take a picture on your phone and then you see it flipped, you're like, why does that look wrong? And you're like, oh yeah, because it's backwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're like, why am I, why am I ugly? <laughs> I, thought I, was, I thought I was attractive. <laughs> Based on the the way that I thought my face went, but it went the opposite way. And also, I part my hair to the left, and everyone else parts their hair to the right. Life is very confusing for me. I part my hair to the left. Yeah, because we're quirky. (laughs) So, Um, I just also, I'm really, Ryan's dance moves in the batter's box remind me of what, what I've been looking for so much. Like, you can tell Ryan has a history in, like, jazz dancing. Or it's tap. hard to believe that I couldn't swing. Title? <laughs> no, that, was, that was awful. <laughs> Thought I was alone with no one at home plate. That doesn't make sense either. This feeling's like no other. I want you to... Go. Go steal second. (laughs) Tap my ears and nose a few times. (laughs) I've never had someone who hits it like you do. (laughs) All right, we got to stop this. It's Um, just, it's not working. Yeah, it's weird that like the first two minutes of this song are this baseball heavy. And, like, we haven't gotten a lot of the dancing yet. Like, I guess we're getting to the dancing. Yeah. Oh, boy, are we getting to the dancing. (laughs) I would have thought they would have, like, erred on the side of more dancing and less baseball. Well, if you think about the structure of Get Your Head in the Game, it was pretty similar in that respect that... But the thing is, Get Your Head in the Game was basketball practice. Yeah. Well, that's true. And, I mean, baseball is not inherently connected to dancing the way basketball can be argued <laughs> this is another subtext of the song that is that is very astute of you to point out and we haven't yeah baseball is 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 an extremely athletic sport as all mm-hmm. sports are if they're if they're played at any level it, it requires an amount of athleticism and fitness but really like if you want to compare it to dancing it's probably one of the later sports that you would make that connection to basketball football like any of the more like footwork intense Mm -hmm. sports tennis like there are better connections baseball is about like quick bursts of energy Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> so, yeah, hard to say. Yeah. And I, I think maybe the closest you could get to someone being compared to dance is like an underhand pitcher, like a softball pitcher. Yeah, I mean, like the the sort of lateral movements that infielders do. But even then, I th- I think there's some sense. While dancing can be an individual sport, there's still something that there's a connection to something else in the music that baseball just it is very. It's lots of independent things built well, it, into it's one. It's collaborative, thing. but like everyone needs to be like it's like a cog clock type thing like everyone mm-hmm. needs to be greased up themselves individually greased up why did i say that <laughs> anyway you, get, we, you want to talk about charles dickens <laughs> um sure are, are, are we talking about irl charles dickens or are we talking about fantasy charles dickens we're um, talking about the decom of the week segment condra oh boy <laughs> so the year was 1995 oh. and a disney premiere film has been made adapting a work of Charles Dickens. And I have a list of a bunch of Charles Dickens titles mm-hmm. from which you will need to derive which one was the 1995 Disney, Disney Channel premiere film adaptation and which of them are just other silly Charles Dickens titles that I have written down for fun. Cool. So it's one of these guessing games. You're going to guess and then you're probably going to be wrong and then we'll talk about what the, the right one? answer was. Okay. Yeah. Because it's weird then there's like famous actors in it. Okay. Okay. So from this list of titles, which one of them? They're all real Charles Dickens stories or books. Which doesn't give one of... me an advantage because I do know a lot of the titles because I work at a library just for people at home. I don't know the answer. All right. So is it The Mystery of Edwin Drood, The Cricket on the Hearth, Martin Chuzzlewit, The Battle of Life, Bleak House, Hard Times, Our Mutual Friend, (laughs) The Curiosity Shop, The Long Voyage, The Goblins Who Stole a Sexton, Somebody's Luggage, The Child's Story, The Schoolboy's Story, Nobody's Story, (laughs) The Seven Poor Travelers, The Haunted House, Mugby Junction, Master Humphrey's Clock, The Trial for Murder, Tom Tiddler's Ground, Mrs. Luriper's Legacy, Going into Society, uh. the, the Five Sisters of New York, or Hunted Down. Okay. So there's a few right off the bat that I feel like don't. That last one, Hunted Down. Hunted there, Down, no. There was another one, Haunted House. I don't think. Um, you don't think the haunted the, house was no. a Charles Dickens adaptation? No. Um, the one that had the sexton in the title, I feel like, is a no. <laughs> the, um, the goblins who stole a sexton? Yeah. There was another murder one. The trial for murder. Yeah, that one. There was another like haunting hill. What was it? It was pretty early on. Um, the cricket on the hearth? No, that one. Bleak House? There was Bleak House. Yeah, Bleak House. House. That was it, yeah. So I feel so like that one's a no. Uh, I, as much as I would like it to be Cricket on the Hearth, I don't think that one is it. <laughs> um, some contenders uh, are another one, uh, Nobody's Story, the the, the schoolboy story, the, that, tri- <laughs> that trilogy there. 
Um, it's not actually a trilogy, but that that trifecta of story ones, I don't think was it. Are you crossing out the ones I'm saying no to? Because I don't have this list um, in front of me. In my head, yes. Okay. There was the one with the f- uh, Fezziwig. It wasn't Fezziwig. That's... Martin Chuzzlewit? Yes. I don't think it was that one. <laughs> what um, about Mugby Junction? I don't think it's that one either. What about Master Humphrey's Clock? No. <laughs> <laughs> what about The Curiosity Shop? That one, actually, I think it's a potential. Okay, The Long Voyage? Um, probably not. Somebody's luggage. No. Mrs. Lirriper's legacy. No. Going into society. I love that title, but no. (laughs) (laughs) The Five Sisters of New York. I'm going to put a pin in that one because they could have changed the name, and I think that could have been a premiere film kind of thing. There's a potential (laughs) in that one. Our Mutual Friend. Again, pin in that one. Hard Times. Pin in that one. That one actually sounds a little familiar. Like, I've seen it on a list before. <laughs> the so Battle I... of Life. No. The Mystery of Edwin Drood. No. You know what? I'm going to uh, lock in hard times. Okay. <laughs> Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. <sighs> Unfortunately, it was the Curiosity Shop. Dang it! <laughs> I was so close! That was my other one that I was like, it was. I'm like, it's going to be one of those, like, vague kind of ones. But, dang it. Curiosity Shop. Okay, so, so is that like a Juliet Dove, Queen of Love, Jennifer Mur- Murphy's Toad kind of book, or is that... Um, okay, I haven't quite actually figured out what happens in it yet, because oh. these things are confusing. But um, the film stars Tim Courtenay, who is an old actor. He was in Dr. Zhivago. Oh, wow. In the 60s. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah, a guy, a guy from back then. And then the other one is Peter Ustinov, who was in Spartacus. Mm-hmm. Hey, another Spartacus reference. Wow. <laughs> um, so we've got these kind of like older men making appearances on <laughs> Charles Dickens' Disney adaptations. Oh, what was interesting was I looked up Charles Dickens on, what is it? Is it called Mickeypedia? Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah, Disneypedia. Whatever, yeah. Dis- whatever the Disney fandom wiki is. If you look, If you look up Charles Dickens, you're like, Charles Dickens was the English author who wrote A Christmas Carol and and like Oliver Twist. And like those are the Disney references that they have in the wiki entry. They do not have any reference of this film. Oh man. So if any of any of our listeners uh have control over the Disney wiki at all, add it in. So okay. The Curiosity Shop, the plot. Here we go orphan who lives with her grandfather nell trent a beautiful and virtuous young girl of not quite 14 there's an evil guy called daniel daniel quilp i don't know it's charles dickens stuff (laughs) this is really long and i uh things happen so the grandfather owns a shop the evil guy seizes the opportunity to break down the shop and then the grandfather like has a mental breakdown and her older brother shows up to convince some guy to marry his sister so he can get Doesn't the inheritance. Sound like a fun Disney movie? Oh my god. <laughs> and there's another friend that gets a shop at a job at another shop and there's the the news of the single gentleman looking for the girl. The evil guy is run out of town and 
dies trying to escape the pursuers. So we've got a 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb, which is baffling. It must mean the people in the world who have watched this thought it was okay. Or just like the actor so much that they gave it a higher rating. There's also a 2007 BBC TV movie that has a 6.5 out of 10. And there's a nine-part miniseries for the BBC. But that was from like the 80s or the 70s. Yeah, the 70s. And there's a musical of this. And there's some classic silent films of this. And there's an animated version of it. Yeah. (laughs) I really just want an excuse to read out a bunch of Charles Dickens titles. You know, Tyler, live your truth. (laughs) Anyway, anything else you got to say here? That's all I got. Keep Me an, too. Keep an ear out for, for the feed next week. We might we might hear a familiar voice. That's not Tyler or I. <laughs> it was the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> yeah, we're actually giving the show away to someone else. That's what. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> we've been taken over, actually. We've been bought out, actually. We sold out. We are no longer amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> someone else... Someone wanted to buy the rights to this show, and we said, you can have it. We don't want it anymore. (laughs) You have to finish, though. There's still another movie. (sighs) So until then, people can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally, at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. You can send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know if you're like a Nicholas Nickleby fan or or, Barnaby uh, Red Two Cities. Barnaby Rudd. Yeah, what's your what's your Dickens go-to? Or is there another quote-unquote classic author that we should pull funny titles from? I mean, all of them. Any all book them. written from that time is yeah. absurd. <laughs> Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I have been Condra. And I have been Tyler, and we'll see you next time to find out what dances get broken. You can bet on it.